What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of We're Gonna Be Dads? Um, the off and on recurring and on not recurring um, sub series of the Not for 30 podcast. This is where myself and coach Mike Paraconi uh, team up. We do a little dad talking, just some good time. Coming off of uh, the last self therapy session, uh, Dad Hands, I thought this would be a nice follow up. Um, show those dads some love and and just share share the joy and the struggle. Uh, now, full disclosure, this podcast was recorded uh, probably about a month ago. Mike and I uh, tagged him a couple pods, and uh, so this came of it. So uh, there's some there's some COVID talk that may be a little bit repetitive, or you might have heard it already, but um, it's not very long. It's just a little bit, just talking about how life has changed. So. I don't want you guys to get too turned off by that, but there's lots of good stuff in there. Mike is always great to have on the pod. He is very entertaining as well as very insightful. Love him. Miss him. Love him, but miss him. Uh, Okay, with that being said, this is, uh, we're going to call this Toddler's Reunion. Uh, Mike and I have been on this journey almost almost since day one together. Our kids are very, very close in age. Uh, my, My daughter, his son. Uh, they're just a couple like a week apart and then our seconds are just a couple months apart so uh, we're kind of in the exact same boat so you'll get into that you'll check it out well with all that being said there's still lots more on the not after 30 podcast network geez i'm stumbling a lot it's been a long day i'm sorry um so we have a midnight owl coming up next week um and then another not after 30 podcast and then hopefully after that either Aaron Chalupa and the Awkward Throw Clear or the Boys from the Mustard podcast. Uh, if you've been following Tard Madness, it's kind of crazy, kind of stupid, but we kind of love it. Um, so yeah, so if if you don't know what Tard Madness is, you really need to listen to the draft before listening to episode one. It'll just make a lot more sense. All right, enough. Big ramble, long ramble. Happy birthday, Brittany. I love you. Everybody else, enjoy the show. It's a nation. Uh, 30 podcast, but the sub-series that three years ago we started, we're, we're going to be dad. Joining me via technology, the coach, Mike. What's up, baby? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Nice to hear from you after a little while. Lots to catch up on. Lots to catch up on is right. Uh, thanks for doing this. How are you? How is the family? Uh, you know what? Uh, doing well, all things considered. Sort of getting a little, you know, used to the the modern day life we've been living the last, uh, what, six weeks or so. And um, yeah, just trying our best to, to stay healthy and uh, limit our interaction with everybody and, and just kind of get by. And, you know, it's interesting. I think we were talking about before we started here, but, you know, it's all about how the, uh, the kids and just like where they're at in terms of what they understand and what they don't. And just kind of feeling blessed right now, actually, that they're too young to uh, to really grasp what's going on. I don't know how to explain it. I, I don't know how to explain it to them if I was they were a couple of years older, to be honest with you. I feel you, my man. Uh, just to put a timestamp on everything. Sure. Uh, we are we're at the tail end of April, and um, we're going on five six weeks here in Canada of everything being shut down. Not everything being shut down, but all everything but essential services shut down, mm-hmm. and. Um, and for those who don't know, who though who might be jumping onto the pod a little bit later, three years ago, Mike and I, uh, our wives were pregnant at basically the same time. I think at mm-hmm. the time we our, our due dates were a week apart, mm-hmm. and uh, and then, lo and behold, number two rolled around, and they're pretty much 
this time they're just a couple months apart. So yeah. our kids are the same age, which is uh, which is kind of we didn't plan that. Although maybe in retrospect we should have just told everyone we did. Yeah, I, like, uh, I was, sorry, I was scheduling sex with uh, like uh, amongst uh, other friends. I just missed you and uh, how that yeah, worked yeah, no, out. No, I, that's cool. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, we we did a whole sub series on we interviewed other dads. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna say established dads, that guys who have been dads for a while, and just kind of point us in the right direction. If you want to find any of those podcasts, they're uh, they're three years ago, and they're under the title of uh, we're going we're going to the number two be dads. And uh, I think what, what do we do like a ten part series or something along that line? Yeah, I feel like we probably got to like seven or eight before you know it just got to start. We I think we had this long term plan that started getting towards the end of the pregnancy, and we just kind of ran out of time, dude. Just priorities shifted, and I think yeah, that was the way it worked. But yeah, and we we did quite a few. I remember uh, talking with Kyle and and a few other guys there. That was actually yeah. a lot of fun. That was a, f- a lot of fun. Dave and Rob, Dave. Yeah. 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 And he, he he had the the great uh, the great advice when it comes to a kid's nursery about like you know you're really doing that nursery for you you're not really doing it for the kid <laughs> and uh, which opened up our eyes to it unfortunately didn't open up my wife's eyes to it so it is what no. it is yeah exactly I got a, I had a little bit of flavor in Jack's nursery just like little things here and there but most of it's been my wife and certainly with my daughters definitely all her. Well, you're also our go-to guy when it comes to the Blue Jays and baseball. And due to the world that we live in, no baseball, how are you surviving? Uh, might be the most disruptive part of my life right now, to be honest with you, is not having the normalcy of sports. I think for people like you and I and a lot of the, the people that we hang out with, it's it's just it's so stark to have such a hard stop to um, – to something that you know what actually it's when sports were canceled is when i really opened my eyes as to what we were in for we were at uh, me and my family was at a raptors 905 game and right in the middle of the game we're seeing that the other leagues are getting canceled and shut down or postponed or whatever you want to call it and just like just the realization of how much money's at stake and how much they're willing to do in terms of revenue to and like, and, and that to me just woke me up to as to how serious things were and how serious it was going to be going forward. So yeah, it's weird. Um, I caught a couple of the replay blue Jay games just sort of on my own time here just to watch a little bit, but yeah, it's definitely the weirdest part of my life that I can't come and watch some, you know, baseball in April. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. It's, it's, um, it's it's the equivalent to your your favorite TV show getting canceled, mm-hmm. um, and canceled for all the wrong reasons. No, let me rephrase that. Sorry, not all the wrong reasons, but what I meant to say was, if your favorite TV show got canceled because like the main actor was like, I got cancer and I'm gonna die, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm just gonna spend time with my family. Like that's the equivalent. You know, you're yeah. sad, but it's it's for the better good. See, I feel like it's even worse with that because like for like fans of baseball, the great thing about it is there's a game on almost every day so you you may not watch them all but you have the opportunity to kind of drop in drop out keep you know keep into something for me it's all i also play fantasy baseball with my friends and it's just a good way for like adults to kind of get together instead of playing board games or video games like we play fantasy baseball and it keeps us involved in the sport so that's been like kind of put on hold and so those no excuse me those normal interactions that i would look forward to with my friends it's just lessened right and we've got less talk to i don't know about you but like for me keeping social with a lot of people in my age group and people i see outside of work like the easiest go-to is sports because you know tends to be a lot of my friends are into it and it's a good conversation starter and it's a way to kind of catch up right so uh just really really weird 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I've, I've never felt um, like I always wondered what my life would be like without sports, or if I just wasn't a sports guy, or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess realizing um, that like that that's the climate that we live in, yeah. I'm having a real hard time uh, working with that, and I'm also yeah. having a real time knowing that it's something I love. That I, I mean, we also play, and it's like I can't do any of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, that's a good you know, social part too. Actually, the playing. Totally. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. yeah, definitely, that's true. I forgot about that. I feel like usually that starts in May, and I guess like we were even talking amongst our softball chat, and they're like, "Oh, you know, if the season starts," and it's like, "I hate to be the pessimist, guys, but I don't know if they're gonna let. They might let major leaguers play with nobody around, but I doubt they're gonna let beer leaguers play this year. You know, it just doesn't seem like it's yeah. rolling that way, right? So, um, but yeah, very very odd for sure. It is, and I mean, for me personally, the um, the league that we play in, we played in this league for the 15 years we've played softball, nice. or 16 years we played softball, and the league actually shut down. Like they, they just, we just found out a couple months ago that the league was shutting down, and we were all all ready to join up a, another league, and uh, it looks like we probably won't even play, um, which is which is what it is, I guess. I mean you think of the ripple effect, like think of all the sports equipment stores, like for example, national sports, they're not selling any baseball bats or gloves or shoes. What are they going to sell? They just, just merch. Like, yeah. Like what are you going to merch online. Shoes for everybody? A little yeah. bit of merch online. I've noticed that. Like, I mean, I'm sure that, I mean, I realize that my computer watches everything I do. So obviously like I'll search for sports news, whatever, and this and that. So when you come up in your Facebook feed, it's like, it gives me a lot of national sports and like, sports check advertisements and stuff like got that. The same think, thing. Got the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So like, it's just one of those things that like, that's really the only way. So their revenue has to be a fraction of what they normally get. Like, it's just, I can't imagine it's going to be very, very interesting just on like a broader scale outside of sports, how the, uh, how the economy and, and life will kind of recover there. It's just, you know, it's a very, very interesting, man. It's, uh, it'd be do something we'll we talk think, about for the rest of our life. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, do you think that when sports comes back, uh, maybe not like um, in stadium games, but do you think people like ourselves, sports fanatics, will be so in, like so enamored with the idea that sports is back that they just start buying everything? Um, I think the normal response would be that for sure. But like from my understanding, there's a lot of people that like have had to go on government relief and aren't working any like normal hours or reduce Like there's so many variables. So I would still think that that would probably level off. I don't think people are going to spend on sports. And I actually think with MLB or whoever it is that decides to come back. And if they do it without fans and all that, it's actually not a terrible idea because I don't think, I don't think the, maybe because of playoffs and there's certainly, you know, teams like the Leafs or whoever, if they made it could fill arenas, I think still, despite um, skepticism and nervousness about, you know, just going into public settings. But um, I think it makes sense from a revenue point of view, just drive everybody your digital product this year and just get as much as you can, because I'm not sure. I don't think the droves are going to come back right away. I think people are going to have to worry about, you know, deferred payments on such and such and whatever. I think that's probably going to be for most, uh, at least, a good good part of the population from what i can see that's going to be the focus so i think it'll take a couple years to get to what you're saying people are going to buy my knockoff jerseys like me to save money and you know not listen to you yeah, there you yeah, that's yeah. It. My, my jersey snobbiness <laughs> um all right so uh, with this pot we're gonna do like a, a we're gonna be dad's reunion maybe a recap uh so we both have a three-year-old and we both have a one 
well, yours just turned one, and mine's about 20 months old. So yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I figure we just do some dad stuff. You know, I, I like the catching up stuff, but let's do some dad stuff and get sure. our dad. Let's let's get our dad jeans on. You know, get those Wranglers on. Mm-hmm. Get, make sure that belt is nice and tight. Pull up those socks. Let's yeah. get those beat up running shoes on. And um, and I don't know if you have any. Uh, do you have any fraternal clothes or anything like that? Do you join any fraternities or no? Like no or is it an like, old Jay's hoodie? Yeah, actually, right. Well, right now I'm wearing. Um, you know, like fleece pajama pants, an Under Armour sweatshirt, and a Jay's toque because I need your essential service more than anything right now. A haircut, <laughs> dude. It's probably you know my what? number one. I know. I'm not a vain person, but boy, have I got a, a salad I, going. I hear you, buddy. I uh, my mine is looking horrible, and I understand that it's my profession, it's my livelihood, and yeah. I should probably just maintain it. But I've decided I'm going to make a video for it for my Instagram. But um, I'm going to do a how to maintain your hair so you don't look like an asshole uh, COVID cut. Yeah, and nice. my my because mine is so but my beard is so bad. My wife won't kiss me for the first time in my life. The hair on the top of my lip is actually covered my lip. Nice. Um, everything is like dense and thick. And so I'm just going to do a big, big video on how to just maintain so you don't look like an asshole. Yeah, and, I like uh, it. It's a, good, it's a good yeah. tagline, branded as such, and uh, let me yeah. know when it's out, please. Yeah, no problem. And my goal is, I, although I have some older tools at home, my goal is to use what you might have at your house, not what I have at my house. Yeah. So like, I'm gonna. I have this like low end clipper. I have like uh, that construction paper, pair of scissors. Sweet. I do have. I do. I will do some of it with my. Right. Anyways, whatever. But <laughs> look for that coming up soon. Nice. Uh, okay, so uh, first off, you have a three-year-old. I have a three-year-old. Um, your son's name's Jackson. My daughter's name's Stella. And I want to start there. How is your three-year-old, and what crazy shit are they doing putting you through? Oh man, um, man. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I could gloat about my kids all day. They're really good. They're honestly great kids. They're certainly. He's certainly going through his. Um, uh, you know, stepping back and trying to his authoritative period, you know, saying no a lot more. And, and, and he, up until recently, he was really whining about it too. So kind of laying it on thick, trying to get us to, to maneuver to his way. He's, a, but he's an endearing. And, uh, you know, she, she's staying by the door and she's kind of doing that, um, that knee thing where her knees are staying up, but her knees are kind of touching and they're kind of doing this weird thing. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, Stella, are you okay? She's like, I gotta go potty, daddy. I'm like, okay. She goes, I already went poo poo. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, you just went? And I'm like, okay. So I, 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 my assumption is that like she's got a turtle head popping out and she's ready to yeah, herself. Exactly. So I rush her into the bathroom. We drop the pants and there is like no joke, mushy diarrhea being <laughs> held in her little underwear. And, it, you know, she's not in pull-ups or anything. She's in real underwear. I'm yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. So uh, that was a lot of fun. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you should still be used to the but, diapers because you got the uh, the young one there, right? Like, so, like, you've seen those kind of yeah. messes before. Well, it's, uh, it's Everyone's an adventure. You know, it, it, yeah, fair enough. But it, it is different in this sense. It's different in the sense that I'm, I'm, rea- I'm reacting because... I'm like, I, I still, I forget the fact that, you know, she's only, she's only been potty trained for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it was just like, whenever you got the urge, just go for it. But, um, what, what's, what's getting me is like, oh man, like I wasn't paying that attention to her. 
Right. I wasn't checking in with her every two or three minutes to make sure she was okay. I was kind of just assuming she was like a seven-year-old and she would have been running around the backyard playing in some imaginary land. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I was kind of frustrated with myself that I wasn't kind of checking in. You with know what, Leah, though? my youngest. I was going to say, don't beat yourself up for that because our kids are growing at such a rapid rate right now that like, like every day my kid's brain is exploding and it's just like, I see so much growth right now. So you're kind of taking for granted the fact that there's three, it's not like you're bad parenting. You're just letting them be more themselves and giving them more leash and sort of trusting that they know what's going on. Like, you know, that's, that's, I think that's pretty natural, man. And I, I think our kids are sort of just excelling so quickly at this stage in their lives that you, you just, you sort of stop and for, you know, you have to think about it, man, it's only three, like three years old and like how developed they are and how, how unique and how much growth you've seen in the last year. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's just one of those one of those things. I mean, a the mess was impossible to clean up, mm-hmm. and uh, and then on top of that, it's just like you know we're rushing around. Oddly enough, like we'll talk about it at, in another podcast. But I had someone coming by today to drop off like a box for me, and um, and it was like it happened right in that window where this guy was supposed to show up, and it was just like I'm stressing out because I'm <laughs> trying to clean up all this like shit. Yeah, Anyways, it, it, it was it was a fun day. But yeah, like Stella's doing awesome. Like she's super ready for her next phase, which is like more integration with kids. And I know it's gonna be tough, but um, like she's ready. She's ready to go to school. Like she's, I think she's psyched for it. And her brain needs that. Like I, I can't do enough for her throughout the day to keep her stimulated. Um, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm depending quite a bit on like, um, you know, educational television and and Disney Plus and sure as much as I can. Because uh, she's just, she's just, and we got, we both have, we had the younger one too, which is taking up a, a whole bunch of energy too. She's, she's another monster, but I'll take a break. Yes. What, so you're, you're young, so you have a boy and a girl, your youngest, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Madison? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So what she like, she, she just turned one a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Story with yeah. her. I was going to say she's well, it's in unique, like such a unique experience having a little baby girl in, in your house. And the whole daddy's girl thing to me was immediately obvious. I know I am easier on her than I am my son. I know it and I don't really apologize for it anymore. I tried to like normalize that, but it's just she kind of gets a hold of me in a way that I can't explain. And um uh, I'm the eldest of five boys, never had, you know, anybody that's ever lived with me is my wife and my mother, uh, that's been a woman. So just to see and appreciate that side of it, you know, I'm the, like saw my little brothers grew up, saw my son grow up. There was a lot of like similarities in that, but it's just, it's completely unique, completely different, uh, personalities between the two kids. And I know that's not gender specific, but it's just like, I don't know. Um, Maddie can be a real pain in my ass and yet she can do no wrong. It's kind of funny. I'm sure you're yeah. the same with both of yours, right? It's just sometimes she's she she yeah. does take she takes it to the extreme in ways that maybe Jackson did, but I certainly don't recall it the same. And I, yet I still don't. I don't know. It just kind of melts me even when she's melting down. It's kind of crazy. Now, um, do do you find that the second is just learns at twice as fast as the oldest one did? So yes, I think so. Um, I'm not sure. It, I, I guess it depends in certain things. I also noticed that in 
very specific areas my son developed a lot quicker and very specific areas my daughter did and it it kind of aligns with like sort of what you hear in terms of wife tales or i don't know if it's anything more than that but like my son physically is like he became a beast like immediately and physically like so strong and so fast and just like really really showed like walked fast and like just grew as this physical specimen the way kind of boys do and whereas my daughter like intellectually and like her speech and the way that she interacts and the way that she picked things up was a lot quicker so i don't i'm not really sure if that is a gender thing, because I do hear that girls tend to develop, you know, intellectually, uh, you know, socially, things like that. And I saw that with my daughter. She was like right bang on. But it could just be that they're different strengths and weaknesses. Right. And I know like for Jackson, his speech really came along in the last like six months. But that's my wife, like just really, really working with him hard and uh, and making sure that she, we could develop some of his weaknesses. And now he's just flying like just crazy. Um, so, um I don't know, man. It's just, it's so, definitely picks up things faster, I would say, on the whole, though. And I think that's because we've learned techniques in the first um, that we can apply to our second children. Because, like, first time, you're kind of going in blind. Like, my parents didn't tell me shit about how to raise children. I love you, Mom and Dad. But <laughs> they did not prepare me for this. And, and like, you know, kind of really learned on the fly and, and, and took the advice we could, you know, tried to figure it out. And But it, I felt like the second one, I was just a lot more confident in the way we want to approach it things that we did right and wrong we kind of knew how to guide the second child better so i think that might have something to do with it too yeah i think that's pretty fair to say um what we're finding is is leah is just her vocab is so much stronger at at this age and i I almost want to treat her more like a two-year-old or almost like a two and a half year old because she is just on it man like I'll ask her a question. She'll give me an answer. And I'm not talking about, uh, are you hungry? And she says, yes. I'll, I'll ask her something like, uh, was that good? Or do you want more? Like, like she's, yeah. she understands and she, she's able to communicate so much stronger. Yeah. And her enunciation at her age is blowing my mind because Same. Stella's still having issues with F's and S's. Okay. And, uh, and, and Leah is just, she's nailing. Like she, I, I, I almost think like, her her sharpness is just there. It, it blows me away how advanced I think she is. Yeah. Compared to what I think Stella was at her age. Yeah. But mind you, I can see I can see the differences in personalities, and it's tough when you're like talking girl girl to girl as opposed to girl right. to boy. My brother with two boys, one one seems like clear cut academic, and the other one seems more of like a grinder. And um, and with my girls, I, I see Stella more artistic, maybe, and I see Leah pro- probably more intellectually smart, maybe a little more of an academic herself. I mean, yeah. who knows? It's just like what I what I feel, what I see right now. It's um, tough. It, man, it, my, it, it's totally in my mind. Yeah, I think a lot of it. I think your early perception of that is primarily speech and like that so that's a tough one because speech comes at different rates and i know that like i would agree with you if my perception right now is that probably my daughter is more like intellectually advanced than my son was at that age but man like you're right like i don't know maybe it's just because he's three years old but like he's thriving like artistically musically like this kid knows like 30 songs and like sing. He, we were sitting at, at, so he built a clubhouse out of our chest freezer uh, cardboard box that we bought recently. And we put all these pictures and he told me the pictures of all the cool things that he wanted to put up. So for the young parents out there, got Paw Patrol, like a Mickey Mouse clubhouse. I have a Tyrannosaurus, a Stegosaurus, a monster truck. <laughs> 
a motorcycle, the Easter bunny, um, you know, uh, planes, whatever, all the things that three-year-old boys love. And he asked me to put it up and he decorated it. And he went over take a picture to look at the picture of the baseball one that he had up there. And it was a picture that somebody designed for him for his birthday. One of his friends and had all these different elements to it, like the dinosaurs and all that. And he starts sitting and take me out to the ball game. And I never taught this kid this song. Sure. He's heard it like on his kids sing alongs. It comes up once in a while. I've sang it just in passing like things, but we never sat down and look, and all of a sudden he knows like all of the words and I, and sings in tune and he's three years old. And I'm just like, Whoa, like crazy. Like just so much more advanced in certain areas than I even give them credit for. And that's what I'm talking about, about them kind of exploding. Like every, their brain is just on fire right now. And it's, uh, it's a joy to see the way that they both take on the skills. Cause I'm sure that Stella has like some of those kind of things too, where it's just kind of, you can't believe it. Like all of a sudden you wake up one day and they can do all these things that you didn't realize they could do. And it's like, you've been there the whole time, but it's just, they don't, they just display them because they've got them and they've retained them and they have the opportunity to use it. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Awesome to see. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like Stella, Stella will do the, these fun things where she'll, she'll have like the whole story of something that has gone down before should be like, no daddy, you sit here. Mommy sits here. Leah sits. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, and she's like, yeah. And, and this is my fork and that's your fork. I'm like, okay, okay. And I, I do this thing. I'm sure all coffee makers do this, but whatever our coffee maker, when, when coffee's ready, it beeps three times. It's fucking loud. I'm sure it wakes up my neighbor <laughs> because it's, I don't know. I don't know if there's a setting or something, but it's loud. And yeah. I always, I always say whenever, whenever that third beat goes off, the next beat is me saying coffee's ready. And I think I've always done it with this coffee machine, but now the girls will say it as well. And they just picked up one of those natural traits that I, I have. And it makes me laugh so hard That's because hilarious. they're like, Stella will go, Daddy, can I have coffee? And I'll make her, like, we don't drink, like, cow's milk. We just drink, like, uh, almond milk. Okay. And so I'll make her almond milk, and I'll sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on top, and I'll mix it in. Yeah. And she she calls it coffee, and, and we'll have it, we'll have a sip of coffee together. And it just makes me laugh so much because it, she's, like, this miniature person with this, with this, with these wide eyes and this just thirsty brain. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, we're proud fathers because... Like I think, like we're never going to get this opportunity to spend this much time with our with our kids, because yeah. we both we both we both have to provide, right? Yes. So I mean, I, I I mean the days the days are making me absolutely crazy, but I cherish them because I love like I love this opportunity, this opportunity that I can't I can't go out and work, so I'm going to work for my kids. You know, I I try to make them elaborate, enjoyable meals so they they so they have interest in that yeah. i don't want to give them like cardboard meals that they're like okay this is what food's supposed to taste like. it's supposed to taste like plastic right um you know i want to make i want to make i want them to uh i want to advance their palates i want them creatively to be able to like draw and paint and like i'm, I'm trying to work on stella with the alphabet but man i mean that is one thing that gets like she can recite the alphabet yeah and she can count up to 15 and then she says like 15 three times and then goes right to yeah. 19 and 20 <laughs> yeah um but like she, like her numbers and her alphabet is really good, but it's the curriculum. Like get even get her to hold a, a marker or or a, a crown just enough to to write. She can't like she's not there yet for it. Yeah. But I'm I'm pushing for it. I feel bad for pushing, but I also like this will help her. So why do I feel bad about it? Yeah, as long I think as long as you do so, it in a constructive way, I think it's okay. I think that like you can't apply 
pressure and I don't think you are, but that's just like my advice to any perspective or young dads listening is you don't want to apply pressure to your kids at this age. Right. It's important to teach them and it's important right. to re- like reiterate it and stuff like that. You know, I'm sort of jealous to, in some ways to hear you like say that you have that extra time because like I've been an essential worker throughout this whole thing and I'm not a hero or anything, but ultimately my job yeah, requires me to continue to work. Um, uh, you know, constantly. And I just happen to be in health and safety in in like heavy construction. So it's been very difficult to try and like react to a virus where, you know, I'm used to the day-to-day safety and the long-term safety in, in these big projects. I kind of got used to that a while ago, but to try and figure out how to protect workers, uh, you know, uh, in these, you know, extreme circumstances as they've evolved has been like a, the first month of this whole lockdown was just like really labor intense for me to try Try and A, keep the company going and B, just make sure we can adhere to the protocols of you know, public health. So what I would do is when I would come home and be able to decompress on the weekends because my night, like my, my daytime was getting really stressful and just really intense. I just really sunk myself into my kids as a form of enjoyment. Um, I always do, but like just really, really focused on how important it was that I had some time with them. And that, you know, I was grateful for the opportunity to to be able to continue to provide for them right now and not have to worry about things that are a lot of people do ultimately have to worry about. And just, but you know, I had three days off at Easter, took the day off from my son's birthday, made a real point of that recently. And just like, so it's, it's interesting to see, but I'm glad to hear that you're doing that during this time. Cause it's something, if I were to say like, that's been the hardest part for me and say is to say, I wish I had a little bit more time, but ultimately my job uh, occupied my time quite a bit with this and just learning about it and reacting to and figuring out how to continue to work under it. It's been uh, quite a challenge, but it just makes the kids, the time with the kids so rewarding. Yeah, I I have to agree. It's just one of those things. I mean, um, I I was hearing it from my wife all the time about like, oh, you're never home. You work evenings, da, da, da. I'm like, like, this is something I've done 15, almost, you know, 15 years of my life. It's how you provide. It's how you provide. It's how I provide. Yeah. And, you know, and she always put me through the ringer. Oh, you're, you're away three nights out of the week and I'm like, and occasionally the fourth and then baseball, the fifth, you know, there, yeah. there becomes weeks where I'm only home twice a week, but you know, I try to spend every morning with them when, when the, when the schedule uh, was better or schedule was normal, I should say. Yeah. And who knows moving forward in my field, what, what it's going to be like, there's, you know, there's rumblings that it's going to be like a skeleton cruise. So it's only like, you know, two people or three people in at a time. It's, yeah. it's going to be a much different world when things get back to normal. But you'll Hopefully. be you'll be in quite high and, demand for quite a while afterwards too, just uh, by the nature of uh, what you do. So like you, it's I good that you're so savoring excited. this time. It's good that you're savoring this time yeah. with your kids because you will have to Thanks, sacrifice man. a bit of it. You know, you know, eventually, just to, in the short term to get things back to normal. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, no, no, it's no. crazy, but you know, I I, I just got you know I, we're probably in for like I'm probably home for another month. And yeah. so, you know, I just look at the positives. It's all, it's right. all going to be good. You know, again, like the time with the girls is awesome. And it's, it's weird because the wife and I, we really did this reverse role thing. It was like the week that all this shit went down was also the week that, uh, um, you know, it was also the week that, um, everything else kind of, uh, Brittany went back to work and I, I went off work the following week. It was insane. So, right. yeah, um, yeah. perfect timing in that sense, but kind of crazy altogether. So, I mean, it is what it is, but. 
I, I I don't want to make this like I I, I really no. can't stand podcasts that talk COVID, but no I, no no. I think so I think it's happened organically. Questions. I think it's happened organically. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think yeah. we we led there from a parenting perspective, so that's all right. Yeah, man. I, I that's fine. Um, okay, let me ask you some some parent some uh, you guys questions. Are you guys done it too? I ideally, yeah. I, I'm I tend I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty potent. You know, I tend to not miss. So, um, yeah, uh, yes, ideally done it too. Uh, it's you know, million dollar family or whatever they call it. Um, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like if a third one comes along, certainly, you know, um, I, in my opinion, all of them were surprises. I wasn't, you know, it was I was shocked every time she told me they were pregnant. So she was pregnant. So if it happened again, it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, I, I would be. I'd feel it was a blessing. But I'm very happy the way it is. I'll tell you that. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy and content, content with, uh, with my two girls, even though, I mean, if you, if you rewind those tapes and we, we were listening to, uh, we're going to be dads episode one, two or three. And I'm like, yeah, like boy or whatever. I'm hoping for a boy and legit, if I wasn't going to be disappointed either way, but like, like you, you know, like you want, you kind of want that lineage. You kind of want, you know, like your mini me, but now that I got these is. two girls, like they're awesome, and it is what it is. And I mean, I'm not regretting any of it. Although no. I'll tell you this, and you may or may not agree, um, we're I, I'm very happy with two. My wife wants to push for the third. I right. said like you know it's something we talk about in time, but right now life is just too crazy. But um, I'll tell you this, and you you may or may not agree with it, but um, I am so just um, dis- disgust is probably the wrong word, but <laughs> I'm so grossed out by uh, vaginas now. Uh, not because mm. childbirth or anything like that, but like cleaning poop out of a vagina and it's that, like, very all those little baby man, fat creases. What a Holy thing! Fuck, man! What a thing oh. that nobody that nobody told me about. Like the care and the alt. <laughs> it's like an dude. It's like it, honestly, when you clean a boy, it's you don't as a boy. You know that thing can stand up to anything. So you just go out get you get that poop out of there. You get it. You get out of there. It doesn't matter. You leave like it's no care is considered. Man, the art of cleaning a young woman is just like it's crazy. And I was not prepared for it. And certainly all of the things that come with that. It's like, but you know, it's like you said, it's your daughter. It's like you'll do anything to try and make sure that because the if they, the alternative is much much worse, right? So uh, yeah, you learn very quickly how to how to do things you never thought you would do. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, now three years of changing, three years straight of change, yeah. changing diapers. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally grossed out by even the idea of a vagina. <laughs> and I, I'm just like, I just, just can't, like, I, I can't, I'm, I'm too grossed out by it. Now, like, you know, like there's all those things about like little boys that I get, like the, uh, the PPTP and like, you know, uh, like a loose water cannon at any point. I understand all those things, yeah. but you will never know the uncomfortable feeling of cleaning poop out of a vagina yep. until you do it. And That's then when true. you do, you're like, okay, well, I'm glad that that was over. Hopefully this never happens again. I was and gonna say, three hours later, you're doing it again. Yeah. It's the whole feeling of this never gets comfortable. I'm never okay with doing this, but oh. I have to, right? <laughs> so it That's, is what it that, is. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid and you don't want to eat broccoli, you just you just close your eyes and you chew and you swallow and you just hope your parents don't give you the belt. 
I just feel like it's a situation it for like a trained professional. Like I think you need to have a certificate from a community <laughs> college at a minimum, like the six month course. I don't understand a, a skilled trade. Like I don't, it's just, it's far too, Oh, it's a lot of pressure. And thanks for bringing it up. I'm going to worry about it even yeah. more from now on. Thanks dude. Appreciate it. I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. It's man. I, if anything to help or prepare you, but like, I'm telling you like today, diarrhea day, D day, it was, (laughs) it, it was tough. And you know, this is a three-year-old and the other thing too, that like, here's the other thing that potty train, like, I don't know where you guys are in potty training Jacks, but he's pretty good. He's uh, the occasional occasional little tinkle, but honestly, it's hardly anything now. He's really good. Well, that that's good because I'll tell you this, like in, what we do is uh, our main room bathroom um, is is fine. It's, there's lots of room to move around in, but on our main floor powder room, it's a tight squeeze for like for one adult. So yeah. when you're in there, one adult and a toddler, and you're like, you know, you're just you're just making sure everything's okay. Okay, good. Like you're not peeing all over the floor. Great. Okay, cool. Did you wipe? Okay, good. Did you? And I can't even say I can't say to my daughter, wipe your vagina. It weirds me out too much. So I say to her, make sure to wipe the front and don't forget to wipe the back. And so like, I just I, I, I that's the only way I can get around it, and like she does like these fair weather wipes. And I'm like, no, that's not right. And then I gotta be the adult and be like, this is how you wipe your vagina. Like it, it just makes it's me feel so, so uncomfortable. It's sometimes. so funny. But you're you say right. That. It's so funny because like I did like with Jack, it's just the opposite with Jackson because Maddie's not potty training yet. She's you know that's not even close right now. She's just interested in it. But like Jack, I tell him, I'm like wipe your penis. Like no problem. Just like like my wife's like, why don't you call it a peepee? I'm like, because it's a penis wife and he should be proud of it. And you don't you'll never understand. It's a penis. Like yeah. that's it. He he's gonna tell his four and a half year old friends in school it's not called a pp because your mommy told you it's a penis because my dad said so right like my son's gonna be the one the authority on penises so yeah no it's just funny to hear the differences i'll I'll tell you man like it that is like the one hang up for me like don't get me wrong like the mood swings and it like if anyone tells me that that little girls don't have like toddlers don't have mood swings you're crazy so so funny Yeah, because like I, I can handle those. I don't get it twisted, man. I work with women. The last fifteen years, dominantly female industry. Yeah. I get it. Like I, I know how to just say like whatever or or you know. But like, like the the potty training right now is killing killing me. And also too, it's like it makes me laugh because sometimes I'll I'll go into the bathroom after Stella's in there, and there's like a a turd, and it's not even like a little kid turd. I'm like honey, did you poop in here and not flush? And she's like, what are you talking about? I would never do that. Yeah. And I'm like, there's an adult-sized poop in this toilet right now. And you're telling me no. our, our three-year-old took that? No way. Like, do you want to know how about. my... I was going to say, do you want to know how my, like, my life has changed? Like, I had a conversation with my wife today. Like, I made a point of bringing it up. I'm like... Babe, is Jackson pooing okay? Because I haven't seen him poo in a long time. Whereas Maddie poos for me like a lot, so I know is he is he healthy? Is everything okay? That's the kind of fucking questions I ask in my. Yes. So if you want to know how parenting yes. has changed me, it's changed me from worrying about myself to worrying about little people much more than myself. And that's honestly the Literally number one change has been. Yeah, exactly. Okay, 
So I, I want to. I, I don't feel like we can get past this. I think this is the pinnacle of this conversation. Yep. So I want to end it, but I do want to talk about this thing because I'm having some issues with it. I want to know how you're dealing with it. Okay. How are your kids when it comes to eating, like dinner time, lunch time? Like how are they doing with that? Because we have some battles some days. So you mean in just in terms of wanting to eat or being picky about what they eat? Like are yeah. they asking for it? Like tell me what you, where you're at with that question. Yeah. So like so here's here I'll lay out our scenario. You know, uh, I'll, I'll ask my girls, like, what do you want for lunch today? And they'll say, oh, pasta. They love pasta, you know. Yeah. And so let me make my heart warm. I can whip that up, no problem. Let me make this a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll lay it out, and they'll be like, no, I'm not, I don't want to eat this. I want to eat a fruit snack instead. Yeah. Or I want to eat, uh, I want to eat, like, right now they're both on this peanut butter kick, which is hilarious until they start touching their hair, and that's a nightmare, but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, so, like, just get, getting them to eat what's in front of them is, you know, I knew it was going to be a challenge because every parent has this challenge. I didn't know it was going to be this much of a challenge. Yeah, okay, so I have a little bit of a different perspective on that. I, what The challenge that I've had with my kids um, is that my son is an extremely picky eater, and he'll tell you, is like, like he, I, there's only a few things he likes. It's I have, the amount of times I've had to force feed him vegetables. I'm not proud of it. Modern day parents would be <laughs> probably give, they probably call like the cops on me. Whereas my parents would be very proud of me for shoving the food down the mouth. But like, it's, I love it. Hilarious. Yeah. So, but like, no, I mean like veggie packs, he like, so he even like, like normal veggies, he's still at this point at three years old. The only way we can get it is buying those store-bought things with the, like the store-bought packages, not the, you know, and just basically squeezing it into his mouth and, clo- you know, keeping his mouth closed and getting it down. That's yeah. like the only way I can get my kid his essential fruits and vegetables, um, you know, but he likes certain foods. Like, you know, he'll... <laughs> Honestly, dude, if you want to know, and I won't, I won't just a way to kind of cap off this uh, conversation is where we are in, are in time. The hardest thing for me to explain to my kids is why we can't go to the pizza parlor or the park anymore. Those are the only two problems I've ever had with like, why, why, why are we not going more often? Right? Like, like why, what, this, these are things yeah. I love to do, dad, please. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. But that's like my kid, like he likes like a set palette, like no, like no palette. You talked about developing your kids' palettes and all that. Like it's very admirable. My daughter will eat anything and everything, anything and everything. Yeah. I, there's there has yet to be something that we have fed her that she outright will not eat. It's crazy. Um, so that's she, good. yeah, she's great. She, they're both, they both eat well. But Jack is just like he's a real. You, the, certain days he'll be great. Certain days, you know, like I try not to ask him what he wants because I know what he wants, and he's just gonna get, he's just gonna get caught in that cycle. So I just kind of, we, we try to present the food as it is and hope that they'll, you know, pick at it over time or whatever. If I, if he's gonna be picky about it, but it's just, it's funny to hear the differences, man. Because uh, yeah, yeah, our kids are like opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, our girls have this insane infatuation with cheese. So mm. we started with those baby bell cheeses. They were like yep. right into those. Then we graduated them to the uh, laughing cow. And most recently, uh, um, we had them as kids, the cheese strings. Yep. And they are just like, they are just for it. So my little one, you know, her vocab is good, but I mean, she's still only like 20 months. Yep. Cheese. Cheese, mm-hmm. cheese, da da, cheese. 
Yeah. She, she's Monterey Jack from Rescue Rangers. It makes me laugh so hard. Um, you like that reference? That was yeah, it's good. It good. We got the Disney Plus. I, yeah, we got yeah. Disney Plus. We've been, we've been checking. I've been checking out some nostalgia, yeah. but um, it makes me laugh so hard because I'm like, what do you want? Like, she'll take me by the finger. I'll be on the couch loading up the next episode of uh, uh, Abby Hatcher, or uh, we're just right now into Bluey. But uh, I'll be loading up those new, those apps. Check out little. Oh, ones. I haven't good. checked those out yeah. yet. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. I like, that's a really good educational one for the kids. Even I like that one. Okay, so uh, she'll she'll rip me off the couch. She'll grab she'll grab four fingers and her thumb, wrap it around one finger, and legit pull me off the couch because she's a little bulldozer. <laughs> bring me right to the fridge, point at the fridge, look at me with those those baby brown eyes, and say. That that cheese? I'm like, okay, okay, honey. What else that's, am I gonna say? That's my kids you, you in did, milk. You did that's my kids so in cute. milk, and I know you guys uh, do the all. I know you do the almond milk. We don't, but like that's yeah. yeah. My kids are like addicted to milk. So I it's still it's still dairy. So maybe it's just that same. Kids love it. Yeah. Maybe I, I and I, I say to myself like right like Easter just happened and you know like we're not we're not religious so we do like an Easter bunny as opposed to uh, Christ Christ being resurrected on the third mm-hmm. day, but um so one one thing is like they are the little one is just like anything glutton she's in for she's gonna eat. Like she'll eat, we give them like little ice cream cones, you know, little kitty cones. We give them one of those. She she crushes that. She'll yeah. eat a chocolate egg in seconds. She'll be wearing a third of it on her face, yep. and then the rest of it just like caked into her mouth. And she just won't won't give up until she has more chocolate. And it's it's so frustrating at the point where it's just like okay, it's all gone. And yeah. but she's looking at this like bin of chocolate, so she's just gonna go for it. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. She's just it makes me laugh pretty hard because like I know that this tenacity. Later on in life, will pay off for her. You know, when she really wants something, she'll be able to achieve it because of this tenacity that she's showing right now as a twenty-month-old. So I, so it makes me happy that I'm like, okay, like right now, she, you're super annoying, and you know, there's gonna yeah. be like fifteen years or twenty years of you being super annoying like this, but it will pay off eventually when you're like thirty-seven and podcasting and right. and, and living on a mountain of, of gold coins, yeah, because you'll you'll have the tenacity to get what you want. That's so, funny, yeah. and that's and that's exactly. So, I, I was gonna say if we can end it off, like that's exactly like that's what you're focused on. You can already see your kids like their strengths, and the, you can see the people they're gonna be, man. You can. You as parents, totally. like you, you know, and you're always going to know and you're going to, you already see the strengths. You can already start to see the weaknesses. And now it's kind of our job to take these young kids and make sure that they can really pursue them. And just like, you know, I really, I think that's the most exciting part going forward. The things to look forward to is exactly what you said. You know that she's going to be that way. Well, you're going to be able to be a huge part of helping her, uh, you know, achieve her potential and what she's good at. And honestly, isn't that, isn't that at this point in our life, isn't that all we want? I know it is for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, my man. All right, brother. We're gonna cut this one off. This has been um, we're gonna be dad's toddler reunion, and um, we're Mikey. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, coach. It's always an honor. Yeah. Um, we're gonna cut the sucker off, and maybe we'll do one more. Who knows? Okay. Sounds good. All right. You got anything you want? You want to end off on? Go Jays. Go. Yeah. yeah it's, always go Jays. Go. Always go. Go Jays. Go. All right, my man. Thanks so much for doing this. All right. You're welcome.